0: Okay, we're going to be getting Parshas Truma. We just had a wonderful scene from Shlemner Berkevich and Reb Tzviar Yekoyen on Misaklis Makis. And from there we're going to go into the Pinyad Amishkan. Parshas Truma, here we go. So, first of all, the parish begins with the 13 different items that were donated, plus the two that eventually being donated by the Nisiyim, the Avnishim, the Avnimluim. We go into the making of the orain and its irremovable Badim. And then we go into the making of the capyrus and the Kruvin that were made from one salad piece of gold. We then go into the Shulkan, which was made a two by one, a little bit smaller than the Aran kaidesh, with Zer and Zer. According to some, it had two crayons. Then the baton and all the other accessories of the Shulchan, the panels, the poles, the scoops, the lecham, I put in this place on them. Then we go into the building of the Midnight which the Moshe found something difficult about making. And we then talk about the different coverings of the Mishkan. So we had the Mishkan, the lowest covering, which was 28 by By ten panels, each panel being four, and then we have the Urias Izim, which were eleven panels of four each, and it was thirty. Each one was thirty wide, uh, long, so it ended up covering a little longer than the original. And then the original cover of the Mishkan. And then the mix of the Takash that went on top of everything else. We then go into the building of the Krushim. There were ten ammo's tall, one and a half wide and one deep. The Adonim, every single Karish, had two sockets made of silver underneath them. And the Tabois that went on top to bring the two tops of the Krushim together. Then we go into the fact that there was the Brichim, which every ten Krushim had five Brichim. Um, sorry, every ten had three so you had a total of five on each side the Priyach and going through and through all through the entire uh, length and the three sides of the Mishkan we then go into the Parochas that separated between the Kodesh and the Kodesh HaKadoshim and the difference between that and the masach, which was in the front of the Mishkan separating between the outside courtyard and the entrance to the Mishkan itself the Parochas stood on four Amudim with singular Adonim under them, and Mosach stood on five Amudim with five Kapper singular Kaper Adonim sockets under them. We then go into the setting up of the Shulchan and the menorah, and back to the Shulchan again. We'll talk about that, hopefully believe there. Then we go into the Mizbeach how it was three Amas above the Karkaiv and the... um and the, uh, and the, the belt and the, and the lace that went around it which is pretty much around the middle five by 5 amas, the width and the length uh, and the garden uh, that was connected and the fact that it was made of, of, luchais, it was made from these hollow boards and filled up with adama, filled up with soil inside we then go into the cuts of the Mishkan which was pretty huge, 100 amas by 50 amas created with curtains and posts and the front of the Mishkan which instead of uh, being fully covered, it was fifteen to fifteen on both sides, leaving a thirty, uh, leaving a twenty amma gap, and the twenty amma gap was filled in front of it with again another curtain to cover it up for privacy. And you went in from the sides. Let's start talking about the parasha itself. The yikuli teruma, the yikuli, zog the v'shemesh, If you want to take me, like the medrash says, like Baruchu told Klai Yisrael, how can I depart from my hill Guitar, it's like the of a king with a daughter and the daughter is being married off to this wonderful prince. And the king says, I can't separate from you. What does he tell his daughter? Do me a favor wherever you go, build, wherever you have a palace, wherever you're going to build your new home, build a little vincola build a little room for me to come and stay and visit. So to Akash Baruch Hu tells so when he gave over the turn to Gleyasel, build for me a place for me to come and join you. But the truth is, the place is not only in the Mishkan, it's with Shachanti B'Saycham. Akash Baruch Hu will join us vayakul, in our hearts. Now the way to do that, Zagdam or is as follows, let Klai Yisrael take me. What does it mean, let Klai Yisrael take me into the heart? You gotta elevate yourself for that. Otherwise, it's just in the Mishka, but not in your heart. In order to elevate yourself, that I should be in your heart, you need, you have to elevate yourself from all people. You cannot associate with just everyone anymore. Of course, a person has to have wonderful bin You gotta smile. You have to have a havas soil. But you can't socialize with just everyone anymore. You have to be selective in who your friends are. You have to have this selective circle of people that are going to influence you and have hashbar in you. And therefore, may ne'ez college. You got to be maroiming yourself from just everyone. And secondly, you also have to be able to separate yourself from money someone that is able to dedicate his heart and give away money, that shows that money doesn't control him. He controls his money. And then, you could take my elevation, you could take my if you do these two things. You got to elevate yourself from regular social norms and be selective of who your inner circle of friends are. And you also have to be able to overcome the norms of of being addicted and controlled by your money. If I can't, you should be able to separate easily. Not just separate. Physically from your money, but you'd better leave by, that when you separate from money, you should be able to give it with a good, dedicated, generous heart. Okay, uh, interesting. Major's plea that says by Zahav and Kesev. Major's plea says there are certain times in the world where we found that Kesev was actually more valuable than Zahav. And the Major says, What's Pshat? Because in a time of Din, Zahav is worth more. A little bit scary because we've seen Zahav be worth more than Kesev for many, many, many years now. And Zov represents Din, it's red. And Kezav represents Rachamin, it's like a white. And there were Tukufas in history where Kesev was worth more than Zav, and they were Zmanim of Tremendous rachmim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Soifei Tevice of these words is Truma. You have the Tav of Azais, you have the Resh of Asher, you have the Vav of tekhu. you have the, mei, the mem of meitam and you have the He of our truma. Truma is the soi ve tevis of zoy truma shatikhu meitam. What's going on in the soi The chidai I believe brings down the reason why is at the end of the truma. Also, it has to be truma. The ainu sometimes in the We just learned this in the seches megillah and adaf uh, a night uh, that. When you make a fundraiser for a davar and there's leftover money, that leftover money in a fundraiser, as long as not, you didn't sell it a holy item for the kedusha to transfer onto all of the money, you made a fundraiser for a holy thing. The remaining money, if there's extra change, there's, is not kadosh and it could be used for any communal need. However, when it came to the truma, since like Rashi says, v'ikulim means it has to be done totally There was already a sanctification that took place in money, and therefore the same kedusha that went into the donation. The giving of it, the saivet is at the end as well. The gabai has to make sure that it remains on an elevated level and it has to be kaddish. What's that? It says, You have to make kedusha for me. Hearer itself, thoughts itself, will not create Kedusha for vishakanti v'seicham, for Akash Baruch to influence and to take effect upon an item. When you go out to the store today on the Kavit Shabbos Kedesh, you're going to buy items. The Mishabruah says that the Amira, the words you use, take effect upon the item, not your thoughts. So you might be fulfilling the mitzvah of Kavit Shabbos when you buy things to cover Shabbos and you clean your house to cover Shabbos and you do things for Shabbos, you fulfill the mitzvah of honoring the Shabbos and preparing, and the same thing on Shabbos, perhaps you're fulfilling the mitzvah of honoring Shabbos, but for the item to get an effect of influence of kedusha. It needs dibur. You need your mouth. It's our mouth that has this unbelievable kayak of the of Our mouth has nuclear power to invest kadusha and In order to bring kadusha into an item, you have to make it Kaddish. This we have a din of kadish When we say I'm buying this says the La say it with your mouth so that invest kedusha into the items. Okay, there's a medrash of that says as tavnis hamishkan as tavnis kol kalav. So there's a medrash that puts the two together. Rabbi Chil Michel Stern it down in the med- in the Chumash medrash halacha that lahakish tavnis hamishkan el kalav. Loymar ze. They're ma'ak of each other. You can't have a temple without its vessels. You can't have the vessels without the temple. They're one unit. They go together. And that recreates this this and ma'ashina for the Amish to rest his shina into the ma'ak and ma'amigdash. we have a little bit of a problem because we all know that the Arain was missing from Bayez Shani. So, how can you tell me that the Kalim ma'ak and and it's not really based on the Kalim? Ba'ashen, he did not have an Oroin. An unbelievable thing. Very, very surprising. He says as follows. We have a few sources that suggest that the Oroin was a standalone vessel. It wasn't really a Kli Mikdash. The Ramban, in his Sefer Mitzvahs, when he lists the six hundred and thirty Mitzvahs, the Ramban actually says, there's a Mitzvah <clears throat> to make a Mikdash for Hashem and its vessels putting all the vessels into the same mitzvah as creating a shchina, creating a central makhashchina of Avedah and as a separate mitzvah to make the orin and the kapoires suggesting again that the Oroin is a separate vessel. Of course, it went into the Mikdash, it elevated the Mikdash, etc. But the Meise, it had its own separate status and it was uh, its own thing. The Chesam Seuvi says the purpose of the Oroin was not a Kli Mikdash. The purpose of the Oroin was for Navuas Maisha, for the nevuah to emanate from between the Kruvin. The Rambam says, he describes the Urain as a vessel to contain the Lukais. And if the Luchas are elsewhere, like it was ended up being hidden someday, then the, the Arayn could be hidden. It doesn't have to be in the Mikdash. It's not a vessel of the Mikdash. The Arayn is its own standalone. By the way, the message brings down, how did no know to go and move the Arayn out of the base of Mikdash? I mean, where did he get the message from? Yakar brings down a medrus, that the, miraculously, even though the Keshach was 20 Amos by 20 amis, and the bottom were never removed from the Arain, and the Arain's Moshe's, Arin's bottom were not that huge. They certainly weren't 20 Amos by 20 Amos, because they fit into the Keshach even though we say the Arain didn't take up space. But the Chayra, the bottom did, because we know that it stuck out and protruded a little bit from the Boreichas. So the badam definitely took up some presence in the Kodesh Hakadashim. But when he came to the Beis Migdash, um, he's noticed that the Badim were not pressing against the Parachas. The badam moved, or they shrunk, they contracted, and there was a Simen min Hashemayim that the Oroin wants out. The Oroin wanted to be removed, and he went and he moved the Oroin. Okay, but I wanted to suggest mm-hmm. that perhaps what's mm-hmm. this Indian that we're finding that the Arain had its own separate, uh, separate status. From the vessel the of The point of the base of Middash, as we said, was You know, there are people that say that a have to live a life of Torah. You have to bring Hakadosh Barukh into your life. You have to connect with Hakadosh Barukh There's a whole discussion. What about the mitzvah of Talmud Torah? We have a word that the Navi says Even if you're not living a life of Torah, even if you're not living a life of kedusha, even if you're disconnected from Hakadosh Baraku, Hu, Torah on its own has the ability to elevate and bring a person. Clothes Takesh Baraku, you saw by eyes of Kushabriku Kano. Even if you don't have a house, you don't have an abode, you don't have a place in your heart, Rakheshbaraku, Tara on its own will bring it. This is also the Indian that Tara was called. The world is a place for Barku Baraku to reside and connect with and bring a Shinah, elevate the world and connect the two. The world is represented by the Basin Mikdash. That's the whole discussion and all the commentaries. The base of Mikdash also represents the Ramachi of a person. But the is on its own. It's it's it has its own ability to connect us to the I shouldn't even say its ability. In its core essence, it is we and our neshama, our essence, the Torah and the Whatever that means on a very elevated mystical level. But it's its own entity of connection to Hashem. And even if Chas the person is so rocky, so distant, so disconnected on many other levels, if a person attaches himself to the Torah itself. We don't need a base of Mikdash. We want it. It's a greater great Kavod Hashem, and we want it for the Abishur. But the Etzem, we could connect to our on a tremendous, high, elevated level just with the Torah itself. One more thing on this to be and As I show you, Rabbi Ruchem, the Halach the Gazeta the said that can't contain the shechina. And I'm gonna build this little box, this little Lego, 30 amas, like 10 amas wide, and that's gonna contain the Shina And the Abraham says, Reivase, just look at the image I'm showing you up on our Sinai of what it's supposed to look like, and you just copy it. Forget about how it's working. And the, the way Rabbi Rukhum describes, he a of a king who had a son, and the king noticed one of his artists did this beautiful, gorgeous, beautiful painting and the king said i want my son to do the same thing and the artist like you know thought it was a joke this little kid there's no way he could make this masterpiece but the king was very very pressing about it he said i'll pay you i'll kill you whatever it was you got to get it done and finally the master painter what he did was he took this child and he made a frame (coughs) with uh, the canvas with pretty much he framed out every single area like paint by number and very, very faint, he wrote numbers and different areas, what to color, which paint where, color-coded, and the kid came out with this masterpiece the without all the skill, without understanding how for it to be done, it came out with a masterpiece. So too, <speaking in Spanish> some people say that Moshe Rabbeinu did understand everything, or oh, B'tzal did understand everything, but so said, if this question of how the schema could be contained in this little structure of beauty and gorgeous and glory and everything, but how can the screen appear? that question went unanswered and hashem said just copy you do this and the programming is there just like you don't need to understand how a phone a computer how it works when you just press a button or you just press a screen we don't get the programming we don't understand all the coding that goes behind it once the coding is created you just press the screen and it works, so too with the Mishkan. And the same is true, Dr. are looking with all of the mitzvahs. Many times we have a mitzvah that seems pretty simple and mundane. We don't get how encoded into this mitzvah is this unbelievable lofty holiness and connection to HaKadosh Baruch and shifting things in the universes and big misakin things across the world and saving people from hunger and disease. We don't get it. We don't know how all of that coding and mystical connections work. But once it's implanted into these buttons, called the 613 mitzvahs, we just got to do the buttons and all of it moves forward. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the tcheles. This is a very mysterious thing. So something comes from this dug tongue. They Rashi suggests that it was this fish. Rashi Mesach Shamas, he talks about where they had Kaysher Where Matir. Where, where was the tying and untying knots? In the Mishkan, he says for the nets that were made for the capture of the Chilazain fish. That's where we got the for the, 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 the Tcheles from. And uh, I mean, brings down it was made from a dog Tome. We have a little bit of a problem with this because Rabbein Abachayah brings down that we didn't have a very wonderful, unique, beautiful material used in the Mishkan silk. And the reason why we didn't have silk used in the Mishkan was because it comes from a silk worm, and we're not going to have the, the product of a double tummy being used in the Mishkan, even if perhaps we could use it for other mitzvahs, but not for the Maki Mashiachina. Well, if we can use the product of a silk worm in the base of the how can we use the product of a of fish, a dog tummy, some kind of amphibious creature that is in it, that is uh, tummy? Well, the safer Sefer is like slim like Shlomo Zal said, "Parim is boiler can." You know, once the dye, once the blood is extracted from it, it's a different entity than the item itself. But <laughs> there's an unbelievable shot also that it's not so clear where the chiles comes from and what the chilazin is. There's a shitas ra'avan that holds that the chilazin actually is some kind of some kind of blend between a tsemeach and a dog. Some kind of amphibious animal, but it's always attached to, to the ground and it doesn't really move away from it. This would suggest I think that perhaps helaza is actually coral which seems to have life but it's like it's a me as well. I don't know but then you'd be definitely be avoiding the problem and the issue of the issue of using a dumb tummy um, for its calls. okay. The Ayur to an unbelievable thing. The Ayur Haistak Hashem ended up being extremely, extremely wide, extremely long. Where did they get this? Oh, he, from. he says it didn't come from one animal that was actually that long, but rather many of them. And Klysol was able to have the mitzvah of being Mahader, after the most beautiful one, and they went extinct, like Rashi says, right after being beginning oh, but Lishko. He says a beautiful thing. What did they do with the remaining skins, the remaining hide of those animals? He says that they made shoes out of them. Beautiful, nice, colorful shoes. Gewalding. The other went to make shoes for Klysol, even though they didn't need them, because the shoes did not We're out in the desert But hey, if you could get beautiful, nice, colorful shoes Why not? Okay, weiter we have the uh, the Baden, we all know of Elayah Suru, they were not allowed to be removed from the Ruchim wrote a letter to Rabbi Shibon Shkab about this, that the Kimbis have The is Liakav, Liakav points out an interesting thing, he says Elayah Suru is not just saying not to remove them from the Arain, but it's also signifying the fact that the supporters of Tairah are inseparable from the Talmudic HaKham that they support even the Oroim mamish, mamish ki they both get a reward together, la ol may alummin ever from the Arayim. But he points out another very interesting thing It's a little bit technical. He says as follows. There's a mission that says that the kalim of the Mikdash were all parallel to the length of the Mishka. The length of the Kli was parallel with the length of the mishkan. Now this suggests a little bit of a problem. The Shulchan, yes, the length was parallel to the, to the Mikdash. The Mizbeach Haktorosh like was square. It would be pretty impossible for it to be not parallel. We're left now with the menaira and the Arayim. Well, according to the that the menorah was perpendicular to the length of the base of and only the Ner Ravi stuck out towards the Kesef Well, then the menorah's length was not according to the length of Mishkan, but we're okay with that. Why? Because Ma'ashay the Hashire, There's something else left out from this from this uh, uh, parallel, and that is the Arain. The Arain also its length was perpendicular to the length of the Mishkan. It was a two-by-one, and it was it was perpendicular to the length of the Mishkan. So the Orin and the Menorah were haishai Whenever we make a cloud, whenever we make a rule, you can't mm-hmm. leave one out from the rule. If you're going to leave something out, you can just say the cloud was laftavka, and we left out more than one thing. However, according to the shita, the Menorah was taka, set up parallel lengthwise along the length of the Mishkan, then there's only one thing left the Arain. The Arain's um, length was perpendicular to the length of Nishka. So, how would you address it? Zuck, Yaakov, Kamnetsky, beautiful. Once we know that the body of or Arain were completely irremovable, the bottom became part of the measurement. And even though it doesn't say straight up in the Pusik how long the bottom were, but we do know that they were. Good. <coughs> quite long, perhaps 10 amas, something a little shorter, but the bottom were quite long. And Oibazai, they provided the length of the Arain much longer than the simple 2 amal length of the Arain, and therefore the Arain did go along the parallel of the base of according to this shita. Let's move on. So, the uh, Shulchan, when we, when we describe the Shulchan, it says you should make a Zer. It actually says twice in the Pesukim that you should make a Zer, suggesting that there was actually two crabs. It's a beautiful Chizkuni. I love whenever we notice a new sheet out there that is different than we've always seen in the picture books. It just gives us a new perspective. Um, the Chizkuni says that the Shulchan was made out of wood, and... It was covered in gold, but he actually says that the coating of gold was for the table top and the other areas. But the actual depth, the thickness, the side rim of the top wood of the Shulchan, says the Dasa of and the Chuzkuni, was actually, actually visibly wood. The side was not covered in gold. And he learns that's why the pusik says twice to make a zer. There was a zer, there was some kind of lace a beautiful decorative lace that went around the side width of the t- tabletop um, covering a little bit of the wood but still allowing the wood to be visible and there was a separate Zer up above the misgeres and that was this, uh, another Zer but anyway the Indian that there was a seasonal misgeres you should make a Zer what's the Indian of the crown being on the misgeres a beautiful vart and so, I believe in the Kleokar, he says that when we're dealing with the Shulchan, why does the Shulchan have a Keser? It's Kesser Malkus. That represents uh, gashmi Gashmias, Parnassa, food, wealth. Um, it's nothing to be proud of. And if you don't get a crown, you know, a Korin gets a crown for all of his restraints and limitations and extra mitzvahs. The Memchets Kinyani Atira, the Orang gets a crown because of all of its. But the Melech! His wealth and his, 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 his the gashmi is his power. That's not something to be proud of. You know, it's proud of when a person has money and a person has food, but he has a mezgeres. He is sagur. He locks himself in. He practices self restraint from the blessings that Akash Baruch gave to him. He knows to use those things to give rather than to take. He knows how to overcome his instincts and not to be focused on him and him. He knows that his money and himself, like we mentioned earlier, are separable and not inseparable. The money's not k'ichiva him yadi. It's HaKadosh Baruch gift to him for him to go and help others and do turn mitzvahs. Oh, when you practice self-restraint, when you are Sugur when you have a mezgeres, bin a to your gashmias, then you deserve a zer, then you could have a crown and that you should make for the mezgeras a, a nazar, a crown around it another thing, the Kliyakot and the Mechaim both bring down also, the zahav on the shulchan represents that you should have by your shulchan a zer zahav, a crown of gold and the crown of your shulchan the crowning moment of everyone's table is zahav, birchaz zon Birkas haaretz and Birchas, Boine, Yushalayim, the Zahavs, Rosh the three brachas of Birchas and That's the crown of a Jewish table to go and bench. You have a lot of people that try to avoid the benching. Oh, let's do the mazonas, whatever, which is not so much that exists if he needs something that's a surah of a regular normal meal. Anyway, or oh, you avoid it with this, avoid it with that. What an opportunity to say a brachatai Raisa. Right? So it's Mamish, a golden opportunity. Okay, on the Shulchan also it says, Tulashinis, it says you should make, versita, um, you should make, le badim. you should make these rings on the Shulchan, to carry the Arain. And then it repeats itself again, and it says you should make the Badim at the and it should be carried through the Badim, the Shulchan. What's the double expression? Seems quite obvious once we know that the Arain. Was, had badim by him by, but once you made your move losses, to carry, the Ain itself actually was not carried by you. It lifted its carriers. Once a person attempts to support taira, the taira that he decides to support actually influences him and lifts him up. But the Torah itself doesn't actually really need the support. It's an opportunity for others to chime in and be mitzvahed to the zechus of Torah, of the one that's learning it, but it's not actually being lifted up by the supporters. However, when it comes to a melech, ain't melech b'lyam. A melech, ta'kin needs the 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 community. He needs his nation. He needs the people obeying his rules for him to actually be exalted, uplifted, honored, respected, and for him to have the status of melech. It's actually a, a discussion when David and a Melech wanted want to kill. Um, novel a guy's husband because uh, he was married by Malkazin he didn't she didn't need to be judged he didn't need to be judged with a bed by day like the Gemara Megillah that we did in the Megillah Um I think a guy point pointed out to him, lo tivach you're not yet recognized as the king, and in the middle there's no didmaribah Malchus yet, and therefore you can't go ahead and kill him. A, a-, a- melech needs to be recognized for his dine Malchus to actually take effect. And this is the Indian perhaps by the, the shulkan, that it says two things, bottom we have to make a move, we talk, have mitzvahs of honor, respect, and fearing the king, and that's for us to carry the melech, and taka.'" A taka the shulchan, the melech, is Taka elevated and uplifted and carried by the obeying public that listens to him and follows him and goes ahead with him. Okay, after the Shulchan comes the making of the Menoira. We know what Moshe Amin was Niskashaba. Just one point, I believe. I don't know for sure, but the article seems to present things a little bit uh, not correctly. Alib Rashi and the Ramban. The, the Psukim say that it had to be made of from a solid block of of gold. A kikar is about 70 pounds. That's a talent. About 70 pounds of gold. Um, if you think about it, uh, talent of gold is not going to that you chisel out to be the shape of the menorah. It's going to be a pretty wimpy little small menorah, Not very big. But besides for that uh, improbability that it came from a 70 pound block of gold and was chiseled out to a very small minority of gold because so much of it would have had to be chiseled out. But the Ramban and Rashi are both mashma that the resulting minairah was a talent of gold. The Ramban actually has a question. Rashi. Rashi says the minairah and its kalim together equaled a talent, equaled 70 pounds. Ramban, yes, and Rashi, if you involve the kalim and the minairah, what proportion of gold went into the minairah and how much went into the kalim? Were the kalim thicker and the minairah thinner? Was the minairah thicker and the kalim thinner? Rabbi Yaakov Kamenez points out on the Ramban, maybe that's what was Niskasha to Moshabayno, that the proportion, how much gold to use for each, was not clarified. But anyway, both Rashi and Ramban are Mashwa, that the resulting product of, of the Menaira and his Kalim were a talent, were 70 pounds, <coughs> meaning that it started off Lacharia by something much larger than that. So that's just a little bit uh, not 100% correct. Um, in the art school safer. There's uh, another point to be made, perhaps, uh, in terms of the improbability, not the of Rashi, perhaps, I don't know, but, uh, you can melt gold into not necessarily a square block. The deal of mixture was to carve it out and not to be made into separate pieces. But technically, you could pour the gold into a red, relatively close to Monero mold, a mold that would have pretty much the shape of the manaira, and then chisel it out for the final shape, in which you'll be using the majority of the gold instead of chiseling out the majority, resulting in the minority. But anyway, what was difficult about it by Moshe? So one thing we could say is, we know that Teresh HaBalpeh is represented by the manaira, and therefore it's impossible. Teresh HaBalpeh is infinite. It's impossible to really, to really contract that and put that into a finite, physical, limited vessel everything else in the michigan represented things that are part of the world that uh, have limitations these measures but teresa Balpez, unlimited perhaps that was the scottish much but listen to this unbelievable Yal-gut-ri-u-veni. the agrovani the Ruveni says that when Moshe went up to the top of the mountain, the who told him to make the the, the, the manure, he said, How should I make it? The said, "Make Make it every once a brach." It was difficult for Moshe; he couldn't get it. The he went down from the mountain. for Shachak and he forgot it. Allah, he went back up and he said to the him, "How should I make it?" The Neviyus said told him again, make it the He found it difficult again, and when he came down, he forgot how to do it. He went back up and he said <laughs> I forget. They was the show to Majinu. Oi the Again he found it difficult. Akashbahu said, look and do. And made the Matbee This There's another match that Kashbar put the image of it on his palm. Anyway, Niskasha Mysha. And again, Mysh Rabbinhu, even with the Matbeah Baya Shalesh, Mash found it difficult. Akashbah said, go to Mitzalel, and Mitzalel will do it for you. Miados the and his He says it took me so many times the bitalil was able to do it. Okay, but uh, then th- we, we know the other measures. Rashi says that Rashi says hashlech throw into the fire. Hashlech um or the inazes mealam is going to be made on its own. Just a very important lesson. From we see very clearly from here. the measures tanchuma says is easy. Torah Balpeh is difficult. That's the bottom line. And even for Moish Rabbeinu, he learned it and forgot it, and he learned it and he couldn't get it, and he learned back, and he went back to the branch line. and he learned it and he forgot it, and then again and again. But Mi Talmideh unbelievable. When you teach it to a Talmud, Sometimes the Talmud could get it and the Rebbe could gain through the Talmud. That's one point. And the second point that we see from here is that Terzah Balpeh is expected to be difficult. It's expected to be forgotten. It's a challenge that's part and parcel of what Terzah Balpeh is. And the aside is, don't give up. Okay, we'll cover just a drop more. We're running out of time. Um, It's unbelievable. Gematria. (coughs) <coughs> <Stibler> says, <laughs> the stipler says the mix ayazzaira The itself that Rashi says that a teayazza said thrown into the fire and it'll come out as a Manira. The actual words that Rashi describes The <laughs> is the gematria of the words. Unbelievable from the stipler. Impossible to get this without the Rukh HaKadosh. Another one from the stipler. Zak the stipler. Is gematria with this report refers to the crowns of the Torah, Kuguna, and Malchus, Zog the stapler, Vasisa a love by the orn It says upon it, which is its own separate question: Why by the Shulchan and why by the Mizbech? It says Vasisa loy, and by the orn it says a love. But anyway, by the Aron it says Vasisa loy zer zahav and that is gematria Nezer Shel Torah, Vasisa loy zer zahav zaviv. Z'av, is Gematria Keser Malchus that's going on the Shulchan, and it's Ulta Gematria zerzahov simon Le Keser Kuhuna that's representing the Mizbeach Hapnimi. Okay, there's a lot more to say, but we ran out of time.